All right, time for another edition of Hotspot Hamilton. Uh, Bill Kelly and I do this uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, focusing on what is hot in Hamilton and why that is the case. Uh, right now, we're going to bring in Lou Periano. He is the president of the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. Of course, the Hamilton uh, housing market been a hot topic of discussion of late, but of course, seeing a cooling as uh, you know most of uh, Southern Ontario has seen, and Lou is with us now. Thanks for coming in, Lou. Appreciate hey. it. Yeah, you're right. Great day out there. So uh, is Hamilton still considered a hot market at this point? It is and it will be for the next 20 years. Uh, the recent Hamilton Bay Area Economic Summit confirmed that you, you've got all kinds of people interested in this area. You've got the GO train coming through going to hook up to Niagara. Uh, our realtors were attending uh, two sessions, one in Caledonia, one in Grimsby for planners there. Uh, there's not much room to build. There's yeah. very, very few people and Burlington was the same way. So you've got, you know, all these people that need a place to live, limited supply, green, you know, blue skies ahead. Uh, 20 years, that's quite a projection, oh, Lou. Easy. How, how, do you, how do you say that? Why? Well, again, I don't say it. It's the economic mm-hmm. forecast by uh, CMHC and, and all of the uh, folks that uh, contribute. But obviously nobody can predict 20 years in advance. Right. But given the factors that we know right now, there is absolutely no reason. They're not making any more land, mm-hmm. as you know. And uh, there, there's, uh, unless, unless uh, population goes down, yeah. we have nothing but demand. Uh, and, you know, it, it's interesting because uh, many have said that they saw this coming years ago, just simply as the wall of population moves around the lake from uh, Toronto, Mississauga, Oakville, Burlington and such and, and, and uh, around the corner. But how much uh, of a factor does it play that Hamilton's market was dis- depressed for quite a while and probably lower than it should have been? How does that play into all of this? I don't know what I'd call it a depressed market. There were certainly areas around the industrial area that were slow to uh, get to the point of uh, that we are right now, but uh, I don't really consider any of Hamilton depressed. They're just lower relative to uh, Toronto. Uh, but again, during the, rec- the recession, it seemed that to hit our city more than, than others in the area. They seemed to pick up uh, quicker, no? Are you talking 2008? Yeah. Okay, because the only recession that I really think about is 1990. Uh-huh. Uh, 2008 was more of a blip. Uh, and even in 1990, uh, we recovered very, very quickly within three or four years. So, uh, you know, very, very active area that will shows no signs of abatement. All we have right now is a little bit more time for buyers to buy. Right. Uh, 32 days on the market now for uh, condos, for example. Um, a few months back, it was 16 days. Mm-hmm. So you've got some time to go out there, but don't try and time the market. This not necessarily going to stick around. Get out there and buy. Uh, so uh, obviously we have seen, Lou, what's happened in Southern Ontario over the course of, uh, I guess it started in the spring with uh, Kathleen Wynn announcing uh, the foreign uh, buyer's tax and such. It seemed like overnight the market came to a stop. Uh, is that an accurate description? And how is Hamilton different from that that generic Southern Ontario uh, feeling? Well, you know, there, there was a war on first-time buyers here, let's face it. Um, the federal government, uh, not only with increases in interest rates of almost three-quarters of a point in the last little while, but making it tougher for first-time buyers to get houses. And uh, if first-time buyers are not there, there's nothing to move up to the, the mm. folks in the middle, right? So we need to concentrate on getting those folks uh, mortgaged and uh, uh, put pressure on the government to continue to at least not put any more restrictions on the government. And to that end, we are traveling to Ottawa in the next couple of weeks and meeting all the MPs 
Um, the Ontario Real Estate Association, led by Tim Hudak, has been doing a great job at the provincial level. And, uh, of course, there is an election coming up. Folks, if you don't like what's happening out there, vote. Hmm. Uh, that being said, Lou, was it not getting out of hand? I mean, did these restrictions not have to be put in place? I mean, we are mortgaged to the hilt with the lower interest that, rates. That's a great point. It absolutely was getting out of hand. When you see 30% increases in a market, the only thing is we knew at the time it was not sustainable. And yeah. the market had already started to turn. Uh, we were at the top of the hill when the government decided to kick us down the hill. Right. It really wasn't necessary. Uh, how did you, you spoke earlier? We were chatting off air about this. Uh, was it the the fifteen percent home buyers tax that changed this? What, what was the catalyst that all of a sudden saw it seemingly turn overnight? So the the interest rates and the mortgage rules are, I would say, the main thing. But Kathleen Wynne and the government did a great job in setting a mood of uh, boogeyman sort of mood, right? Mm -hmm. That, uh, you know, we're going to put restrictions on. They're very effective in doing it. But when you actually look at the restrictions, uh, they're very, very mild. Uh, For example, the foreign buyer's tax. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you are buying, uh, for example, your your child is going to McMaster, you hang on to the place for two years, you're exempt. It only applied to the GTHA area. doesn't apply to London, other places. It doesn't apply to commercial property, rental properties. So it was more just, you know, setting the tone that, hey, if you don't, you know, if things don't cool down, we're going to take action. Is that all it took was not even so much the action, but just the tone of the conversation? I, I very, yeah, I really believe that. Yeah. Uh, was it that close to the edge? Was the froth that thick that thick that all it needed was one blow across the top of the glass from the government to, to, to literally change it overnight? Well, no, I, I don't, again, I don't think it's the government. I think the market was already changing. You, yeah. you can't go 30% a year yeah. on an $800,000 house and, and can, you know, continue that way. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. Obviously in a few years, nobody's able to afford a house. Uh, how did, did Hamilton's market react differently than the rest of Southern Ontario's? Yeah, I think we, uh, we, we haven't seen the declines that they have in Toronto. Hamilton seemed to weather the storm more. Correct. Or not, better than, than what Toronto did. Sure. More affordable prices to begin with, right? Yeah. But I think if you're selling your house, you have to pretty much primp it up now. Whereas before, just about anything you put on the market would sell to somebody. Right. So now you have to have it in better shape. How long before we're back there again? Well, we're not that far from it now. So, you know, uh, if you can tell me what the government is likely to do in the next little while about yeah. conventional mortgages, I can answer that. I guess you don't have that crystal ball, Lou, huh? Well, we're hearing some pretty nasty things that the uh, government is going to apply the same rules to conventional mortgages where you have 20% down or more as they do to when you have less than that and it's insured by CMHC. Namely that you have to qualify at whatever the bank gives you as a mortgage plus 2%. Mm -hmm. So effectively they're doubling the interest rate that you have to qualify for. In the past, in the recent past, uh, people have been able to scrape together that 20% bank of mom and dad do something. But if they take that away as well, then we're, I think we have a problem. Would higher interest rates just alleviate this anyway? Because that's what we seem to be combating here is that, you know, you can obviously buy a lot of house now because money's cheap. Sure. There's always been an inverse relationship between interest rates and the price of housing. Uh, what about supply and demand? How is it looking now? It seemed that in the summer, uh, as soon as the neighbor's house went up and, and sold for an astronomical amount of money, uh, people started talking about selling theirs. Over and above the correction, whether it was government or market-driven, it seemed that at that point, there all of a sudden we went from not having much supply to having a ton of supply. Well, How does that happen? Well, you know what? If the sales are down a bit, which, which they have been in, in sheer numbers, then obviously there's more supply left on the market as well and that's cumulative over a number of months. 
Um, so, uh, you know, like I said, it's taking longer to sell your property, but they're all very saleable if, if, you, if the price is right. And that's when you need one of our members to get in there because it's neighborhood to neighborhood. Uh, there's a big variance. You've got to contact one of our professionals at the uh, Hamilton and Burlington Real Estate Board and, and get an idea of what's going on and on your block. You don't really care if there's 1,000 buyers this month and 900 next month. You only need one buyer to sell mm. your house. Uh, so what advice at this point do you have for those that are buying versus – obviously, it's a buyer's market at this point. Uh, it, it, that has definitely changed. Um, if you are a buyer, what advice do you have for them at this point? Don't try and time the market. It's, it's like a stock market. You know, things can go the other way very quickly. As they, as they went to be a buyer's market, they can turn around again. So, and some of that will depend on the legislation that we are fighting for for, uh, for our consumers. But, uh, you know, rates are still decent. They, if they do go up, you're going to be in a worse position. Go get your pre-approval. Go get your rate hold on the mortgage and get out there and buy something. You've got lots of selection. What about sellers? Well, again, same thing with, uh, you know, it, it, obviously if there's 10 houses and yours is the, the fifth best one out there, you're right in the middle. If you're the right. best one out there, you're going to sell. There's demand out there. All you have to do is listen to your professional uh, realtor and they will tell you exactly what you have to do to price it properly. Uh, because uh, we went through this period a year ago where it seemed the sky was the limit, uh, are we now, do we have a false sense of what the real market really is? Do we have a false sense? Yeah. Because people are hanging out and waiting for those, you know, for the prices to go back up if you're selling or... Well, that's, that's the game, isn't it? The, you know, the, some sellers are waiting, some buyers are waiting. Uh, but in, in the end, like I said, what you're doing is timing the market. And how well did that work out for anybody who was selling in March and decided to wait till now? Uh, difference in houses versus condo market. Talk about the health of condos in Hamilton. So, are we so going to see more of that similar to what we're seeing in Toronto? The hell, you know, I hate to compare to Toronto because it's a vastly different yeah, market, but yeah. I can tell you here with condos, they, they had fared a little bit better than freehold uh, properties in the last couple of months, uh, both uh, number of days on the market and sales to listings ratio. And now they seem to be sort of eating out a bit. So there's still great demand, but uh, always got to price it right, folks. Uh, what about, uh, where is Hamilton going with this? Is it a case of getting more land freed up to build more subdivisions up on the mountain? Is it about, uh, reclaiming, uh, brownfields or parking lots or, or whatever downtown? Where is the interest? Is the interest still in the family home and, you know, the picket fence sort of thing? Or what is the interest? Is there that much more interest in urban living now? You know, it's divergent interest. The city has an interest in building density, mm -hmm. uh, the cost of services water, sewers, road, and so on. Whereas uh, most folks would still like their 50-foot lot. Yeah. Uh, not going to happen. Uh, I, th I think people will have to get used to smaller uh, lots and properties. What about trends and younger people buying? Are we seeing them uh, look for these smaller places, or is it just out of necessity simply because of the pure cost? I think it's both. Uh, there is a lifestyle change. We see a lot more going into downtown Hamilton. Uh, and, w and the more condos you build and the more accessibility you have, the greater the interest, obviously. Uh, what What is the future hold for those that have bought, you know, the suburban big house in the middle of nowhere? Uh, will we get to a point where people won't want those anymore? I very much doubt that. I, I, you know, it's, it's the dream. Uh, I don't know what the price will be, but uh, I'm sure they'll want it. 
Uh, what is the biggest challenge for millennials at this point for first-time home buyers? Uh, probably getting that down payment together. Um, the other thing is uh, mortgages. Uh, you, you have to show stability in your income, and millennials tend to want to change jobs every couple of years. Uh, or, or have no choice or, but to. Oh, exactly, e- either one. So uh, hopefully lenders will adjust to that as well. Uh, do you think as the market stabilizes more, uh, the economy, you're talking about the recessions and such, are banks willing to do that? Are they looking for that or are they sitting back on their money? Uh, banks are always eager to lend the money. If they're insured mortgages, they're guaranteed anyway. They're going to get their money one way or another. Yeah. And they're pretty good at assessing risk. And that's where we don't need the government coming in and telling banks that you need to qualify at whatever rate they're giving you, plus 2%. And when you ask them why, they say, well, because of risk. We, you know, What if something happens? And to me, that's like you taking chemotherapy and radiation in case you get cancer. Mm, mm, mm. So that being said, should should governments be concerned that people are buying too much house? Should governments be concerned about the level of debt that, that people are taking on? I mean, obviously, they wouldn't be making these uh, changes that, that y- you appear to be against I- if they didn't think that that was needed. Yeah, well, what they think and what reality is maybe two different things. For example, the default rate where you're 90 days or more behind in your mortgage is one-tenth of 1%. Hmm. And that doesn't mean those people lost their houses. They were just behind. They may have sold them and so on. So there's absolutely no empirical evidence that we have a problem, even at the higher debt levels compared to, to income. So somebody's got to show me first. Well, I guess, really, Lou, at the end of the day, when we started seeing these uh, abnormally low interest rates, rates that were even lower than our parents' generation, uh, come around in the last few years, we just assumed that it wouldn't be the norm. We, everybody, it seemed for the last eight or so years, everybody was waiting for the other shoe to drop and the rates to go up. Does that mean we now accept that this is the new norm and hope they don't? Well, it has dropped, as you know, to, as I said, uh, it was 2.59% for a five-year mortgage a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. It's now 319 or more. But um, I'm not an economist, and, mm-hmm. you know, you'd, you'd have to look. I, I hear, hey, the, the economy isn't doing quite as well as we think, which means yeah. lower rates. Who knows? What about gentrification and people? And, and you, know, you know, we've heard this with, with Hamilton and it, it on its way and its renaissance and turning the corner, whatever term that you want to use. Uh, that unfortunately, it, it's sunny days for some people because they're 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 getting a a good deal or b uh, a significant amount more for their property. Uh, how, how how do we hold? Uh, how do we um, balance the concerns of of gentrification and, and people being priced out? That's a great question too, uh, and I don't think, but I don't think it's a new one. I, mm-hmm. You know, I can remember years ago, uh, my wife and I used to stroll along Queen Street in Toronto, and all the you know startups and uh, the art people were there. Yeah. Now you can't get in there, right? Yeah. So there will always be that pushing out, yeah. and uh, there's not really anything you can do about that, I don't think, or that necessarily that you want to do about that, because as those people move out, they improve other areas. That's uh, that. That was uh, the point that I was leading to. Is the fact that Hamilton is growing that way? Does that push more? people too. Grimsby, St. Catharines, Caledonias, Brantford's, do they see the spinoff of this as well? I think they do. Um, at, at our recent planning uh, event there in Caledonia, the uh, planner was telling us that in a new subdivision, it was it was something ridiculous, like 85 or 90 percent of the people were coming from out of town. And uh, if I recall, uh, Brampton was a huge part of that. It was like half. Yeah. So. Uh, where do you see the hammer in the next five to ten? As I said, nothing but blue sky here. You know, you, you can you can have a slight dip for a month or two or even six months, but the factors are there economically that say that uh, we're you know we're expanding, 
demand is, is in no way letting down. And we've got nowhere to go uh, for land. We're, we're yeah, really sure. Yeah, all the land's being so, spoken for. Yeah. Uh, that being said, will we get back to the prices in, as you send, said, 30% going up year by year? I mean, will we get back there, do you think? Yeah, that's that's a little harder to, to predict. Um, I wouldn't, uh, and it's against the law, and I could lose my license for doing it. Well, I wouldn't want you to do that, Liz. <laughs> so, but uh, let's just say that you can look to the past <clears throat> as an indicator for the future. So if it's happened before, it can happen again. All right, Lou Periano has been with us, president of the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington, another edition of Hotspot Hamilton, talking about the Hamilton market. And despite it cooling off, it's still pretty strong. Lou, thanks as always uh, for stopping by. Appreciate Great pleasure. It.